0: I I screwed up. Uh, Tim's such a end.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett.
0: (laughs) And this is Fools With Tools, a podcast for the designing doc walloper. Uh, Gentlemen, how are we? How has everyone been? Al, why do you have no knuckles?
2: Uh, Because I couldn't find the controller for my... Sega Mega Drive, or Genesis, <laughs> as it's known in North America. Um, actually, I can because my friend brought round a whole a, a doll full of uh, consoles at the weekend. Nice, including uh,
0: a good friend,
2: a, a Saturn. Oh, Ooh, Sega Ooh. Saturn. Yeah, um, a Dreamcast controller, but no console. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another GameCube, but the main reason he's bringing it round was a PS2. So I could get Time Crisis working on the
0: TV. So mm. all of this, and you still don't want my two Xbox 360 Elites? Why do I want
2: an Xbox 360
0: Elite? <laughs> why? Why have I got three of them? I don't That's know. That's more the point. Um, yeah, you should. You should definitely have them. Uh, so
2: on Saturday, I went on quite an adventure. Um, I went to a scrapyard, which could only be described as a Suzuki graveyard, um, <laughs> and. If I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World, whichever is the crap one, I don't know the difference, or Disney World Paris or whatever it's called Euro Disney now, Um, I've never been to anywhere like that. But I can guarantee this was better. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it? it, Is
0: it better than Chessington though?
2: It was better than like Water Valley, Steve. It was better than Beamish. It was essentially what? Essentially, (laughs) it essentially was (laughs) Beamish. I still haven't been to Beamish. I really want to. Um, it was uh, incredibly random, and I do mean that in the literal sense, just a lot on. Have you seen the movie Snatch? Everyone's Where Tommy um, goes to get a caravan from um, some traveling folk.
1: Mm-hmm. They're like
2: dags. It was a lot like that. <laughs> so I turned up on this like farm, and it was full of caravans and loads and loads. They liked cats; they didn't like dags. They liked cats. ah, loads of ponies, loads of cats. I was like, "I'm not leaving this with the wheels on my car, am I?" <laughs> and, and it took about twenty minutes to actually find this place because everything was just fenced up, but but yeah. like wooden fences, so you couldn't see anything. Oh, proper fences! And and so and then I find, I eventually found this like grubby-faced little kid. I was like, I'm looking for I'm looking for Rob. And he's like, oh yeah, to be sure it's in there. It wasn't Irish Tom. Um, <laughs> and this like this comical like door creaked open. This these <laughs> two fence panels just creaked open like that. And it was it was like like an Erio Morricone, like it was just this this yeah. opening shot and, and this music was just swelling. And there was just <laughs> As far as the eye could see, there was just all Suzukis. And um, and I went in, and he went. He was, he was, he was from Somerset, and he was, he was like, are you, are you, are you, SG, are you Samurai or a Vitara? <laughs> and I was like, I'm a Vitara. And he's like, right over there on the right, and he just, and he just left me to it, and that was it, and Amazing. that was me for the day, and it was just Jeep after Jeep after Jeep after Jeep after Jeep, like soft tops, yeah. hard tops. Monster trucks, um weird limited editions. There was another Escudo, so another mm-hmm. Japanese import, like mine, but in white. Yeah. Um, it probably would have been an okay Nick, but the 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 engine had been ripped out and the bonnet had been taken off, so it was just yeah, basically just stripped. Did you take the badges off of it? I took the badges off it. Hey, and the trim. So I've, nice. got, I've got I've got spare, spare trim, um, and. Oh god, it was just—it was just amazing. Like every little plastic clip I needed, and like just bolt and screw, yeah, and just random bit of shit and Fuck. cam covers and everything. I got a tow bar and just all everything I needed for, for, for like would perfectly fit Suzuki. I'm so um, jealous, man. It was amazing. And while I was there, there was like nobody else there. It was just like completely yeah. like, isolated social distancing whatever. But then his mates turned up. All had Vitara's. Yeah. And they're all they're all going like off roading. <laughs> and, and they just spent the afternoon like out on the drive, just like fixing up their cars, getting them ready to go. And it was yeah. proper like, you know, like brake cleaner in the inlet manifold and just, yeah. just <laughs> what, what what could you do to get it started for an afternoon and then it's fucked for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. I, great. I, I have a lot of experience with that. Yeah. Mostly yeah. with fucking Johnny actually, to
2: be fair.
1: Mm. Um but yeah, I loved
2: it. Filled up the filled up the road slayer with parts. Uh, I, Got like a, a tailgate and just yeah. loads of panels
0: and stuff. It was fucking brilliant. The the big um, question is: Did you just like? Did they just weigh the Road Slayer when you went in and wet when they when you went out? He
2: just... he just he just looked on the floor and went Ooh. tailgate's thirty quid. Thirty quid for a fucking tailgate. Fucking I don't know. I know. hell! But, was there any Lamborghinis? Everything on it? Um, no, it's only Suzukis. Fuck! Oh no, there were there were There's was a couple. Whoa! Really? Yeah 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 yeah. No, there was there was there was like. Um, some big, like, Merc off-roads, not G-wagons, but, like, mm. just shitty, like, SUVs. Yeah. Yeah, there's loads. There's probably, like, 50 cars, I would say. Nice. Um, Yeah, drove back up. And then, because I, I was left to my own devices in this scrapyard, I learned a lot about taking apart cars <laughs> uh, and what you can do, what you need to jack up, what you can just do with a wrench. Yeah. Um, And... What you can do if it doesn't really matter if you scratch stuff, <laughs> or <laughs> do stuff. it can be a bit rough, um, and 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 also because a lot of the stuff it was like it was like an anatomy class because a lot of stuff had rusted through or been yeah. stripped, you could see the chassis and you could see the pillars and you could see the frames, yeah, and you got a much better understanding of how all these cars worked. So now I've got like a way better intimate knowledge of the inside of all these vehicles and. Yeah how the headers go on and, and everything like everything. In yeah, it, cause yeah. I, you can get in the engine bay cause they're all empty. They <laughs> so could see where everything was. And you know,
0: so it, was, it did, was super valuable. Did you, uh, at any point, did you find one that had no engine, but a bonnet jump inside, close the bonnet and pretend to be an engine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going back just to do that. <laughs> um, and, and it was great. Great fun. Got everything I needed, learned a lot. Um, but also what it did is when I got back, it kind of gave me a bit of confidence. And the one thing that I've been putting off is the fucking exhaust, Um, whether it needs replacing, repairing, patching. I got some for gum, whatever it's called. Um, Gun gum. Gun gun. gum. But because now I know where everything went, Mm. and I've been under all these vehicles, it was really easy to just strip stuff off. So I I managed to eventually get the exhaust off tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, but but it took me an hour longer than it should, and that's why we're recording an hour late, <laughs> which I apologise for. Um, but yeah, it just it's just giving me a bit of confidence now, so I'm not I'm not procrastinating on any yeah. of the jobs that I needed to tick off. So That's me.
0: That yeah. sounds yeah. like a fucking fantastic week, to be honest, man. It was genuinely uh, sure. like
2: a, a, a theme park. Like I'm not sure yeah. it. Like if if he had like a hot dog van there.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. I when. <laughs> When you messaged me and said you were coming down, I, I was so, so tempted to sack off uh, finishing the knife on Saturday and just come and join you. But, <laughs> but I was like, I've been meaning to do this for dad since Christmas, and this is like the only time I can borrow Joe's brain power. So I had to do it then. But um, So I got, I got yeah.
2: everything I needed, and he charged me 100 bucks. <laughs> and I mean for everything. Like a car, a car full of stuff. Like
0: I can't even get a door for less than three. Well, that's the
2: thing. So, like, I, I got a full tailgate with everything on it: lights, um, locks, windscreen wipers, uh, motors, everything, wiring harness yeah. and for thirty quid. There's nothing wrong with
1: it. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> um,
2: and, but he, but he, I, you could tell I was doing him a favour. Yeah, and, and because was just, it, it was like uh, pick and pull. Like, yeah. it's no skin off his back. It, it's yeah. just take what you want. Um, yeah.
0: And those places are so hard to find nowadays, though. Like, yeah. everywhere else, you've got to ring up, and you've got to tell them exactly what you want, and they'll go mm-hmm. and take it apart, and they've do it. But that's the
2: thing. And... Like, and he was like, people kept doing that, and people kept asking him for stuff and not showing hmm. up. Or they turn up, look around, realise they have to do it themselves, and go, oh, I can't find what I'm after. Or you haven't yeah. got one. You haven't got any windscreens. <laughs> oh, it's like, well, there's 50 over there. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, he was frustrated about that, so he was loving me because I was just right, was seeing see a bit. <laughs>
1: I know that we ran into issues uh, near Jimmy's place because there used to be a lot of auto yards and scrap, yeah. you know, hoard places yeah. that people just collected that thing, but it ended up, um, I think it's statewide. Sorry. I think it's countrywide now at this right. point that it's a safety regulation thing. They don't want people going yeah. in there rummaging around. Yeah. Um, this is hurting themselves. themselves. This was yeah, not it, a legitimate it, business. He was. No, he I know. Was, but it, yeah, yeah. It's the same God, over it here. It makes you're, so much sense if you're like, to do it. I just have all of this shit on my property. So, yeah. come and give me money yeah. for it. That makes this sense. is my garden. I have some things yeah. in my garden. Would you like to have a look at them? Yeah. There you go. But
0: yeah no it's it's the same over here man you you're not legally allowed to do it anymore but but when you get someone like that it, you can kind of get away with it like when I yeah. um, when I was doing the truck because I needed half a chassis um uh we went over to like a friend of a friend's and they've got a similar sort of deal and they happen to have the the right model of a yeah. vehicle and the guy literally just kind of tipped it over with a forklift onto its <laughs> side and just went there you go. You could do it from there. <laughs> okay, Wait, just got the gas take, torch out and just cut it apart.
1: It was fucking brilliant. Did you take the chur or the assy? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just, that's just a bad just,
1: joke for now. <laughs> just as
2: I was leaving, there's this um, this guy turned up in like a Yaris or something, and he was like uh. he was like fully suited, and he was like he was more he was so out of place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just walked onto this like scrapyard as I was leaving, and he. he He'd either, he must have got off a tower or he was getting into off-road right. or something and what did he ask for and he was like oh, i want a um a handle for a windscreen um, yeah a winder yeah, yeah and and he came in and he minced around it for a bit and then and then he just kind of walked off with his tail between his legs <laughs> and the boy and the lad was like oh do you, did you not have what you're after and he's like oh yeah you don't have any and he's just like, well, that's a lie.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and again, yeah. it was just, it was just he obviously wanted him to take yeah. it off for him. Yeah, It's like, no, I'm not like. Then I'm going to charge you. Then I'm going to charge you like mechanic rates, and then then yeah. it's no different than buying it off fucking eBay. Yeah. The point exactly. of this place is it's just a scrapyard. Yeah. Yard, so. yeah it's,
0: it's pick and pull. Yeah. Um. But yeah, all that being said, I definitely think that we should go back there. One day, you and I, oh, I and and but go turn up with like a set of tools and see if we can revive one of the build cars. Car? Yeah, 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 basically, just yeah, build yeah. a car from all yeah. the bits. I, I
2: reckon you could. And, and there was, there was, a, there was like three that were running. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, Yo, you can't take anything off those three because they're running.
0: <laughs> and
2: I was like, But that I really need the, um, the indoor, uh, Cigarette cover of that one. And he's like, "Oh no, I, I just meant anything like from the engine. You can take whatever <laughs> you want from inside." <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, just, like,
2: just don't take
0: anything that'll stop it running.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so they're awesome. just like stripping out the like, headrests and stuff. And
0: <laughs> oh, that yeah, that's that's my possibly my favourite update we've had all yeah, week. It was the best. Um, Brett, what about you? What have you been up to?
1: It has been an eventful week or so. I think I may have mentioned it to you guys but I had a had a great couple of days spent early on in the week um mm. with the DMV and getting yes. everything sorted out so start to finish it took 2 weeks and I even posted some stuff on Patreon because it was just so chuffed with <laughs> getting everything done but the entire uh, day, they, they've been closed on Wednesdays. This was all on Wednesday, like everything came to fruition. So I spent Monday and Tuesday kind of prepping, working on other uh, odds and bumpkins. And Wednesday I got on, cause they have a, a website, you know, and you can do an appointment. Yeah. So I got on to set up an appointment for Thursday so I could do all the registering and, and getting all the plates and everything. Even though they've been closed, it said that they were open on that day. So I just beelined it straight over to the DMV, completely, you know, sidetracked my thoughts, knowing that I needed to get a smog check. So I showed up, waited in line, yeah. got to the window and they go, where's your smog check? I was like, God damn it. I can't <laughs> believe I did that. So ran down the road. Um you know, first place said we only do smog checks on Mondays, which I was like, that's the Obviously. Stupidest. Mondays are smog check day. Went down the street just a little bit more, you know, Google mapped it, found a one guy in his garage by himself. I don't know that he does anything else because the sign on the outside just says smog checks only. So, yeah. actually, I guess that's all he does. Tuesday, Tuesday
2: yeah. through Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: So he got me sorted out in about six minutes, which of course little anxiety moment because Steve, you know, we chatted about it on the previous podcast and offline, yeah. where that's kind of our MOT check. They do more than just, you know, stick a hose in your exhaust and tell you if it's bad. Has to turn all the lights on and check all that everything's working properly. And you have to just walk away. You know, you yeah. can't like watch him and go, oh no, no, no but see, I, I knew about that, come it was yeah yeah, yeah, it'll 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 come, right. Comes on if you do this. So uh, that went over well. I ran straight back down to the DMV, got through the line again, only to be told that I needed a weight certificate for my truck. I needed my truck to be weighed and then a piece of paper needed to be signed that said how much it weighed, unladen. So my title from New York says what the weight of the vehicle was when I bought it. and. The lady at the window, I go, the weight's on there. And she goes, ah, yeah. oh, but see, California wants you to specifically have the verbiage unladen weight, and that's not on your title. Like, uh, that yeah. seems really inconvenient. So, again, Google Maps straight down the road. I stayed within a two to three mile radius of the DMV just running yeah. all of these errands. So, third time back, I had about 30 minutes before they closed. I, Asked very nice that you know, I had been nice to everybody all day because they deal with shitheads and people that yeah. really don't know what they need. So just constantly being nice, saying please and thank you to everybody. I kind of got n- budged to the front of the line and got my title and my registration and everything. Like, holy shit. I walked out of there and I immediately called a buddy of mine. and was just like, dude, I did it. <laughs> I fucking did it. And I even posted it on my my Patreon Instagram, but I was just like, look, I know this may not seem like the biggest achievement in the world just to get fucking plates on your car. But <laughs> two weeks of my life had been spent on going from suspended license to like pulling weird paperwork to then having to drive 15 different places to get all of this other stuff done. And then I'm done. Yeah. And Yes, some of it could have been avoided if I hadn't procrastinated like we were chatting about a couple of weeks ago. But I I didn't know all these things. So it's like learning. I ended up uh, having a little chat with my mom over the weekend and gave her the little update because she was obviously just like, are you going to be OK driving out there? <laughs> um, and what it came down to is, uh, you know. She she had concerns with just making sure that everything was done right. She, she felt empathetic towards the whole COVID thing, screwing all this stuff up. Yeah. But her thing was, you know, if anybody else moves out there in the future and has to do this, you'll be the guy that knows all these things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's necessarily a badge of honor I want to take on, but... Um, I do know a lot more about the logistics of the California DMV and the the state registration process. So, which is a Notch fascinating on the subject. Ah, uh, we should go on and talk about it. Actually, that That's segues really nicely <laughs> into what our topic is today.
2: So, two, so, two lots of es- emissions talk, Steve. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Aside from that, I will say in slightly vague detail. I'll, I'll keep it Steve's secret corner style. So I finished the sign, and I've showed mm. you guys the photo, and I yeah. sent it around to a couple other folks just because I'm seriously, I'm very proud of it. You should you be know, man. It's like, fucking, it's really good. Love how it turned out, and I know the recipient is going to lose their goddamn <laughs> yeah. mind when they get it. 100%. Um, it's, it was. Just a lot of technique uh, that I've learned, you know, over the years, just from watching various videos and things, cold forming. I know I talked to you a little bit about it, Steve, but I did cold forming of steel as well as forging and getting things really nice and hot and then bending and scroll work and all this kind of stuff to do what is effectively a traditional iron sign, but with a lot of new fabrication techniques and the whole building in space thing where it was like, well, how are these gonna attach? Well, I'll make them first and then I'll see how they touch and fit together. Yeah. But this is one of the first projects in a long while that I haven't ended up with any scraps or seconds or, oh, I messed that one up. I'll make another one. Like every piece that I formed is used and there's nothing (laughs) left over. Yeah. It it feels like a really good achievement. And then obviously, uh, I talked to you guys a little bit about the, I don't like paint. I really just don't like painting steel because I Mm. have yet to find a single paint that really sticks and won't just chip off or, you know, eventually wear out. (laughs) And I know you can do things like enameling and why? why Because
2: I have a paint anecdote to follow up yours with.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, fair enough. I avoid paint at all costs just because I haven't figured out a good solution. And I know enameling and baked on, you know, exteriors is a thing, but it's, it's not something I want to do. And I feel like it slows down my productivity time to even consider that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. You don't want to do
2: an 11 stage Japaning like Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Dude,
1: I've, I've talked to him about that before and it just, I love it, but Jesus! What you need to do is build a separate house that you can bake these <laughs> in. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and you kind of cover the floor in just refuse and then yeah. just exist within it. So just using more, I'll say traditional style finishing techniques, obviously the brassing and then uh, the Gilder's Wax, yeah. which I got two years ago, three years ago at Spring Make from one of the Fared representatives. I, I, I guess they've been tied in with... yeah another booth that was there. And he goes, Hey, you should, you should try this stuff out. You know, we were getting <laughs> chummy throughout the day cause we were standing next to each other while we were working. I've had it for since then, and I've never yeah. used it. And I knew what it did. Chris, uh, Chris cash actually had some when we built the anchor and he was showing me yeah. how it's a finish and you just put it on the steel and it looks really cool. So this is the first time I've been able to actually apply it. And Hopefully by the end of the week, I'll be able to post some more photos and things like that. Patrons obviously are getting to see a lot of the behind the scenes anyways. But man, this red Gilderswax <laughs> is just, it looks like leather on the steel. Yeah. I it was I leather when you so first yeah, showed impressed.
2: it. I was like, is that leather?
1: <laughs> it looks yeah. amazing. And you, you get all the texture and it obviously it kind of discolors. Uh, based on whatever the finish of the steel is so if there's forged scale still on it it's a little bit darker it doesn't quite take in certain areas um i think that me that might be my new favorite (laughs) thing in the shop yeah it's just i i may or may not have gone on the website and bought a hundred all of the things (laughs) i bought almost every color except for they had brass and bronze but i know how to do that (laughs) yeah why Oh yeah, Steve, on that note, can in the similar way to,
2: to that Brett uses brass um to transfer onto the hot steel, can you do the same thing with copper?
0: I think you can. I've never actually tried it before. I need
1: to know this. Confirm. Um, that would be but sick if you could.
0: I'm I'm fairly certain you can. I I think from what I remember though, it doesn't leave quite the same um uh like vividity v- 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 no v- 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 it might it
2: might just be like a
0: hue
2: yeah of, yeah. It, you know, red. yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah i
1: would be still happy to just try that if there was a tint to it yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. brass really shows up with that vibration of a black yeah yeah absolutely but copper al you even said it last night you're like oh the copper brushes for something and then steve had a really nice winger to follow Brush that up i got on amazon and i looked up copper brushes and i could not really really funny at the time it was okay yeah Yeah. at the time yeah it it was funny thank you (laughs) i couldn't find anything that was just a copper brush and oddly enough found one on amazon that's like yeah copper bristle brush and i was like oh cool buy a couple of these you click on it and it clearly it's like laser uh engraved on the wood handle and it says brass (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i nice. think you understand your listing sir. i've
2: seen i've seen a couple of uh like cups you know for like grinders yeah the are brass okay. uh, that are copper sorry uh and then i've seen some like smaller brushes i think it's for like detailing or cleaning
0: or something yeah I was so just saying, it's because it, it must be softer like the, yeah you can get like the rotary tool um yeah. detailing brushes that are copper for cleaning stuff out but there's um i don't know whether it's i know you can get brass brushes for uh oh shit uh for liming stuff but i'm sure you can get big copper ones and i can't what they're for but they're for a specific thing um okay i'm gonna have
1: to look into that because this is also the you know there's probably been a dozen times where people have asked either in classes when i show the brassing off or whatever or just online in response to a video where people have been interested in the idea of transferring copper over. I've never even tried it because either I completely forget about it when I'm on Amazon or at the hardware store. I don't remember ever seeing a copper brush um, readily available to me. So if I can find one, I would love to try it and see what the results are. Yeah. Um, Any any work with non-ferrous finishes Seems like yeah, that's be, it. It's you know, for it's for
2: it. it's for cleaning. Yeah, because it's um. What do you call for context? It? I just
0: put a I just put a, a link in the group chat. That's why.
1: I yeah, asked it's, nice. it's for like
2: um. I've seen them in
0: no shit
2: when where yeah. uh, why well, can't speak. Um, blah, blah, blah. cleaners in like in like office yeah, yeah. blocks and shit. They have yeah. they have them, so it must be something to do with it being sterile or or something. I yeah, because well,
0: it's 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 naturally anti-antiseptic. Yeah like uh, perfect ash apparently right so you know sycamore is uh is like um naturally antibacterial Mm -hmm. um according to dandles ashes as well so another point for ash and this just goes to prove that ash is the best wood and hickory is shit
1: Um, i 100 percent throw my name in the hat of that whatever that yeah. is. I yeah I agree. I want to use Ash on everything and everybody yeah. that uses hickory and says it's great is wrong. Yeah. Hickory dickory. Doc. Fair enough. Steve, uh, go on. Uh, whatever oh, you've you you to. <laughs> yeah, we're done talking. I, I've got another word. I've got to go
0: now. Bye.
1: Whatever. Uh, There's a to-do list of my along. What are you up to?
0: Uh, I I I am currently um channeling my inner craig lockwood um because i'm Flint i'm lockwood. drinking <laughs> Flint lockwood. Flint lockwood. i, fucking, I fucking love that film um no i'm currently channeling ch- channeling chan 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 buck channeling i hate bowie my... what i hate how do you hate bowie I, I can boring, understand i can I understand hate...
2: bang on about how much they love bowie he's wank it's like prince and the Beatles, the shit. Oh, you
0: can't say that about Prince.
2: Name two Gee. Prince songs.
0: No. Uh Purple Rain. Purple Rain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two Prince Raspberry
0: songs. Beret. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, fruits and colours. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Wank. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, no, because I'm drinking red wine whilst recording. And it, excessive amounts of red wine whilst recording a podcast. Yes. Um, and also because I, I I made a um, a knife uh, and fork uh, over the weekend, which is why I couldn't go and join Al in the Vitara Wonderland. Um, because back in November, I started uh, forging out the <laughs> fucking. It's really distracting, guys. Uh, I started forging out um, a carving set for my dad. Um, The intention being that it was going to be a Christmas present so that he could carve the Christmas turkey with um, the knife and fork that i would made. And obviously I didn't get it finished until six months later, Um, four months later, um, because I am shit. Um, But yeah, I I, I finally got to finish it. It's um, a it, it was a really nice experience because I've obviously made blacksmith knives before, and I've done um, a lot of forge work, but I've never really done much in the way of handle making because it's far too close to woodwork. Um, and I've started trying to improve what I do with the axe handles and stuff like that. So I I know Laura got her, um, her axe this week, um, which I was super glad about because I was genuinely really worried it was going to get lost in the post because posting anything outside of the uk or into the uk at the moment is fucking terrifying um but yeah so she got her axe and like i've i've worked with joe a little bit on how i'm doing the handles and they're looking so much better and then getting to do the same thing but on a knife um was terrifying but really satisfying at the same time um it's it's far from perfect like there's a lot of things that i'm already going right okay next time around i need to do this and i need to do that and like um little things like the fact that on the fork because the fork is stainless steel so it's like got that black stainless texture which um which i really like but the where it's uh where the handle's on it it's obviously been sanded back to uh, a nice shiny finish um and it wasn't until this afternoon when i was um driving i was thinking, well, how can I stop that from happening next time? And remember um, the guys at Knife Talk talking about um, a technique, like basically you cut down a couple of Corbys so that you can screw it and clamp it all together, shape the handle um, and then take it off, stick it back in the forge and your your wood for the handle is already finished. So literally all you need to do once you've glued it up and you've got that forge scale back on it is put the resin in, put some fresh Corbies in and then you just sand down the Corby's rather than okay. having to sand the whole yeah, shape, yeah. Um, so you maintain that kind of that edge texture um, until so you yeah, just like, nick it a
2: tiny little bit.
0: So that I, I don't know if it actually shows up on the photos, but there's like there's one spot where I just clipped the mm. forged texture with the belt, and I was so annoyed at myself. Can I
2: just get like a tiny little like I'm like, just going like, to go with like like a little
0: gas <laughs> <I'm just> like... <laughs> lighter. <laughs> I was just going to colour it in with Sharpie. It'd be fine. Um but yeah, uh so finishing that off, which was it, it it was good to get that kind of project done and signed off and finished, and I'm not displeased with how it turned out. Um so no yeah, that's good. it's beautiful. Thanks, man. Um I'm looking yeah, it forward to it's all right. <laughs> um uh, I'm looking forward to I've got I've got to put the final cutting edge on it, um, which I'll be doing this week. And I'm hoping that I can convince Dad to cook me a Sunday roast uh next sunday it needs to Um, be a
2: a roast beast with that yeah it it looks exactly like um the 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 one from the grinch (laughs)
0: um so yeah i'm hoping that i can i can like see how it performs um in the next couple of weeks because uh yeah i'm excited about that one um i was actually quite happy with it um what else do uh then yesterday i i nearly killed my dog um because he uh we, we went for a walk uh, along a river, and it was it was one of those where it's like, oh, he, d- he doesn't want to get out yet where there's a, a spot to get out, so we just go around to the next bit where he can get out, and we go around to the next bit, and that next bit ended up being quite a distance, and I basically had to turn around and, and go back and find one of the last spots for him to get in, because he was he was struggling, um, but then he got out, shook off, and instantly wants to jump back in the river, because he's a dick. Um, but yeah, it was it was just nice to be able to kind of get out and get back in the water. Um with the weather kind of heating up and the evenings getting longer, um, I'm really looking forward to doing some more um water-based walks and fun times with Murph. Um, because uh, yeah, I miss it and it's it's a good thing to do. Uh also um that night I made New York Sours for the first time ever. And which is basically just a whiskey sour with a float of red wine on top. That's why I'm drinking wine tonight because there was the the rest of the bottle to get rid of. Um, and turns out New York sours are f- fucking delicious. So try that. I um, <laughs> <Bad laughs> take there. We go. Uh, well, uh, oh yeah, and uh, finally joined Pinterest for the Forge, like as the Forge, because uh, we're doing because I had a bit of an admin day today and. Caught up with a load of shit that we we needed to do. And one of like the the nice to haves was like, oh, let's see if we can get on Pinterest and see if we can do that. So joined up, signed up with uh like a forge official account. Um oh yeah, sorry, the the point of that, uh we we're monetizing the YouTube channel finally, um, which is good. Um but yeah, I, I don't really understand Pinterest and I don't know what I'm doing with it. So anybody got any ideas? Let me know because I need help. Um, Al looks
1: super excited. Stay
2: away from Pinterest. (laughs) You're not a suburban housewife.
0: Well, no, but we sell to suburban housewives. That's the thing. Touche. So it's it's good to be on there. Um, I've just got to get a bit of a better understanding of it. But yeah, basically I spent this afternoon lounging on a sofa, uh, drinking delicious coffee and looking at Pinterest. So I felt like a middle-class housewife it was fantastic i I, that's what i want to be when i grow up um yeah uh you're on your way steve (laughs) Uh, but yeah i've I've basically i've i've spoken about it a little bit on on here before but this year has it started off well and it just seems to keep getting better and like with the weather changing and everything else things are just really sorry The what the weather changing
2: it's snowing this morning it was minus three
0: yeah that's cuz you're up north and it's grim up north. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um but yeah, like th- life is just seems to be getting much better and um and I managed to do a Patreon update for the first time in a couple months. Um and it was really nice to be able to just get on and talk for half an hour uh to everyone about purely good stuff and get super excited about that. Um and from that, I was talking to one of uh, one of the guys about um, about the fact that he's kind of not fallen out of love with making, but he's 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 going through some stuff and he's not um, he's not feeling at the moment. And he was kind of trying to think of uh, or he, he he's not feeling particularly inspired to go out and make anything. Um, and I kind of had a bit of back and forth with him. I and I get that point of view because I've I've been there myself before um quite recently and um i kind of talking about the fact that actually it, it is difficult but if you can find like even just something really simple but you can you can find a way to get excited about it um like i think that's a a really helpful thing so rather than worrying about making something that's particularly well made or particularly well executed or or or, or fantastic or whatever just finding something that's just fun and exciting even if it is something really small um so for me at the moment one of the things i i really want to do um i uh, i know of a young young boy of four years old who is very into star wars at the moment so he's forever telling me about how this this stick is a red lightsaber and this stick is a green lightsaber, and this is the goodie and this is the baddie, and this is the thing, and then, and um, and it's been great fun. And so I know that the this kind of the lightsaber toys that you buy online are either ridiculously expensive and break if you hit them, or really cheap and break if you hit them. Um, <laughs> so I uh, I was trying to think of a way that like I could I could make him. Something that he could use as a lightsaber, considering he at the moment he has literally a, just a stick from a tree and pretends that that's a lightsaber. Um, I was like, what can I do that would, um, how why is your face so close to the camera? <laughs> because my, my mouse is critically low, and I'm trying to find
2: the fucking <laughs> charging cable,
0: okay. Um, but yeah, I'm and trying to find and a... it's not, it's
2: just the lens it's way
0: <laughs> okay. over there, okay. <laughs> um Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm tra- trying to fi- like figure out a way of, of making um, these like simple, cheap um, lightsaber analogs, basically. Um, and I figured, yeah, if I get a bit of um, metal pipe, I can drill a couple of holes in it. I can uh, like the 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 red lightsaber. I can leave with forged uh, mill scale on and just spray with clear lacquer, so it's got this nice nice dark color to it. The uh, the red and green ones I can run over the with the wire wheel to get back to a nice like um, silvery kind of color, spray with clear lacquer, and they'll have the um, the silver color of the, of the the goodies lightsabers, and then drill a couple of holes in, countersink them, put a um, a bit of doweling in or like a cut off of a broom handle or something, put two screws in, and obviously paint the wood, and then bang, that's it, that's that's a lightsaber, but the trouble I've got is the um the the red lightsaber is obviously he he's thinking of Darth Maul with the double lightsaber, mm. but because he's not gonna to want to play with the double lightsaber all the time, I wanna find a way of making it so I can screw it together and disconnect it. And
2: what about um one of those connects off like a pressure
0: washer? Oh, like a, a quick fit one. Well, th- that's a good idea, but again, that's probably going to break. Because I was
2: like... you not seen the abuse, I give my pressure
0: wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also like how... Do... Like, Because I'd have to then weld that to the uh, metal pipe somehow. Got oh, yeah. Um, oh, so well, I... what
2: about like... Yeah, just one of those like like when Laura makes a folding bike sliding lock thing. Ooh. You just have like a bolt in a channel and you just turn it. Yeah. Twist.
0: Because I, because I was thinking like maybe spring doing, like...
2: inside, so it pulls back on itself. Doesn't
0: yeah, really yeah. Like Ooh, because my my initial thought was like, oh, I will just get a slightly oversized bit of pipe and put it on as a collar, and then like just thread, like tap and drill the uh, the two, and then realise that I don't oh, have. No, to you don't, tap-
2: don't want to be there
0: like un- I do any really taps un- that big, un- untwisting a thing mid yeah. battle. It just wants yeah, to... yeah. Ooh, so I, I like I like that as a quick release solution.
2: Really simple, just get a pipe cut up across and back down, Ooh. and then just weld on a, a bolt onto the, yeah. a thinner bit of pipe.
1: Yeah,
2: oh,
0: but a is nice that not spring gonna spring on the
1: inside? Bro. Yeah, spring yeah. on the
0: inside. Oh.
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> mister. Well, that, that's that's product kind of done for, for the topic. Then, uh,
2: I, I listen, I've made many a, a faux lightsaber <laughs> in, my, in my childhood. Yeah, uh, and I I know the correct tensile strength and <laughs> girth to length ratios that would make them. You know, <laughs> I, I might have
0: to I might have to hit you up for. Uh, yeah. I did make a double.
2: I, I, mean. I made a double ended one actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
0: What for yourself or? Yeah, yeah. Just awesome. When? Right. 20, how old am I? 20
2: years ago. <laughs> when, when did Phantom Maze come up? <laughs> to,
0: to be fair, this could have quite easily been last week. Let's, let's be honest <laughs> about that. Um, but yeah, so like the the, the topic that I was segueing into there was, and I thought we were going to talk about that for a bit longer, but you've already solved the issue that I was having, um, is I, I mentioned it in uh, an episode the other day. Basically, come up with a product that, we uh, we want or we've got an idea for, and then riff on how to to improve that one. So the the lightsaber one, like for example, I I can um, I can clean down the uh, the pipe back to bare metal and then have it as a um, a silver lightsaber. But what else could I do to it um, to kind of uh, like easily make it different and identifiable? Um, like, what stylized solutions can I come up with to to do that? If you get what I mean, to, mm. to distinguish, but like, other than the color of the baton, what else can I like simply put on, whether it's a screw or a bit of hot glue or, or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, like,
2: drilling and, and screwing little bits in, if you have not got a welder, would be a really nice way of putting little buttons and stuff on. That could be super cool. If you have got a MIG. It would be easy to just put detail in and beading and mm. stuff on it. Um you could get washers and space washers out along the the hilt. Oh, yeah. Very grip. Do you know what I mean? So you yeah, could yeah, maybe yeah. put one on, tack it, put a couple on the spaces, put another one on, tack it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you've got a really nice, like um
0: Oh, you're saying that. I suppose you could even just like for the for the grip, you could literally just wrap electrical tape around it. And yeah, use yeah, a whole yeah. reel of electrical tape and just bulk it out a little bit.
2: But it's nice to have almost like steps and stages. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like a it's not like a sword hilt where you've just got one yeah. long thing. Yeah. They're usually like there's different bits, like with the grip and then the, the, the switch and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then a bolster. You know, it's there's this there's, there's
0: cool stuff you could do with it. Oh, I could put like a little rocker switch in it. And if it's if the pipe is hollow, I put a little rocker switch that when you click it. There's a little tiny speaker inside and it just goes.
2: Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: just put a yeah spring in it.
2: Yeah. It, it doesn't even need badges or anything. You just you you're just literally twanging a spring inside. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: yeah, because if you get it, like if you get that spring under tension and then literally have something that just flicks across it, or oh, it resonates
2: the whole length of the if yeah, it, it's just hollow tube the whole length.
1: Ooh. The really funny part about that is. The sound they use for the blasters, (laughs) that's how they did it. So you're just just reverse engineering how to make the sound. Um, I feel like when it comes to lightsabers and people that have made their own or something unique, I agree with Al that a lot of it has to do with the steps and and stages that it goes through. Um, The overall shape, you know, Dooku was one of the ones that had the, like, it was the curved handle. Yeah, But anything that you end up adding as far as buttons or exterior texture, wiring, you know, Luke's lightsaber, I think you can see some exposed light uh, yeah. wiring or something like that, either that or Obi-Wan's, but so much of it becomes just tacking on detail to make yeah. it look techie.
0: Yeah.
1: And as long as you go, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of guys do it with aluminum so that you can... Uh, really easily either braze or or you know quickly drill stuff and stick things mm-hmm. together and kind of pressure fit but if you're going to work with steel so that you can weld you know cut the thing in three stages and go here's the initial hilt yeah here's the handle yeah. and here's the pommel and then just treat every single piece as something different to add a yeah. few details to and by the time you put it back together as kit easy peasy. Also, they do sell it there. I know they're very affordable. They just sell um, a mini speaker that makes a lightsaber noise or something like that. And you program it, you plug it into your computer and tell it what noise you want it to make. So if you avoid the spring, I think it's a light and a sound producing device all in one. (laughs) And it's just a little USB thing that you shove into the side of your computer yeah. Throw the the noise on it, and then when you put it inside the lightsaber, it just just runs <laughs> like off of a single <laughs> battery or something. Uh, I've seen the kits out there, but they're yeah they're really funny. I'll try and lock it down because I think they were like five quid or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you if you're gonna over engineer a product like this and say you're you're going from single lightsaber with a lot of fun details and stuff, and then you go to the double lightsaber. Al, obviously, has experience doing such a thing. <laughs> obviously. but well, do you guys, since we're using the Star Wars universe to talk about this kind of thing, uh, <laughs> use these as examples, what is, like, the craziest lightsaber you can think of? Or, or what is Star Wars tech that you went, oh, but what if they did a lightsaber that looked like this? Or if they took it to its most extreme? So when... when, See, when show up,
2: Steve. When... <laughs> um, when Phantom Menace came out and there was like the, the double-ended and then yeah. Dooku with his kind of like sort of walking stick one. Yeah, it was meant to be some sort of like Japanese sword, I think, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, My mind started racing. It's like, what could you do? It's not just about the color of it. You could do anything. Like, And I started thinking like, could you have like a chain gun that's lightsabers or lightsaber nunchucks? Um, yeah. I know that Ben had that, the one with the kind of the, the bits that came out of the side, yeah, it was, it was like a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. I really like the one um that the the shock troopers had, which was that that thing that um, yeah that Finn picked up, where it kind of like spun round and yeah. it kind of charged up, and it was like it was a a mechanical lightsaber,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and it, and it had moving parts, and that that really interested me. Could you do something where it's it's it becomes you know actually? Automated, or you know, something beyond just a blade, yeah, because there's only so far you can go with that. What little psi light cybers (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's
0: quite a cool idea, actually. But yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, just for reference, apparently, you can get lightsaber nunchucks. I just had to have a look. Um I don't think they're in canon, but they look amazing. But the
2: whole moment no, of but... nunchuck is you can hold a nunchuck.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna, gonna, gonna have the fight it, going like, this work? on.
1: If we're gonna fight about canon versus non-canon when we're <laughs> brainstorming here, I feel like we're gonna go against uh, Obi Wan's initial talk with Luke, where he's like, "It's a more elegant weapon for a <laughs> civilized, civilized age."
2: And um, what well, yeah. I-, I-, I was gonna add. I think a way to make it more interesting, make it more personal and take it a step further is the ancillaries. So, yeah. building a little holster for it Ooh, or a lovely, nice. like, leather pouch or something. So, don't worry about Brett to your point, sticking more buttons on it and making it more, you know, mm-hmm. like, just keep it super simple and yeah. then go right. It actually, I've got it here so I can pull it out, you know. Yeah. Um, or it's 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 in a regular like holster dab by my side, like a sword would be, and then you start thinking yeah. about belts and stuff, and all the lovely stuff that comes with it, because yeah. you you don't know, you know, chuck it in your bum bag, fan yeah. pack, um, <laughs> it, you know it's 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 part of your. All I can picture is in Hard Target when John claude Van Dam gets in a fight, and he basically like pushes his coat to the side and he unholsters his leg and it's my favorite scene in any film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that, but with a lightsaber. So like yeah. Yeah, think thinking about the whole story of your character.
0: Yeah. I mean like I cause I I think for for this one in particular, like I'm gonna try and keep it super simple just because I want to make uh red, blue and green uh possibly purple, because yeah, you know, he he might want to emulate Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah, Mace
1: Windu needs more love, I guess. Exactly. Um,
0: but so I'm I'm going to keep him super super because th- the other temptation is to like to go cross genres and you know make a a lightsaber that on one end is a lightsaber on the other end is a sonic screwdriver and and really fuck with <laughs> people's heads. Um, but yeah, so I because I I love the idea of just taking something really um mundane well not mundane but like something that could be really simple and clean and just massively over engineering it like like brett was talking about to so say like the the shop signs that that uh, we were talking about earlier brett like if if you could just go nuts and just do anything you wanted like regardless of uh time money or whatever like making your own shop sign for like outside of the ship shop or outside of the hack shack or outside of the forge, like how fucking nuts would you want to go with it? Like, cause I, I can see Brett, I can see yours being very, very stylized and having like fucking like tattered sails hanging from it and being all leather and brass and all of this. Mm. And Al, I can see yours being like almost like a neon sign, but have, Loose wires and it kind of like sparking and occasionally shooting bits of green fire out and and stuff like that. Like, so if you could make the the perfect shop sign for your shop, what like what would you put into? It? How how fucking nuts would you go with it? Do you hey have you guys got any it's, ideas on that's that? That's
1: such a difficult conversation to have though because <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to aesthetics or time time sink maybe yeah like you guys have that steel sign outside of the forge it is a laser cut piece of steel that just says the forge and it's (laughs) it's rusted over you know and it's been out in the weather and it looks fantastic it is it just says exactly what it needs to say simple bam but what what could be done to something like The Forge that would counteract its aesthetic? You guys are so clean, and it's obviously very texture-driven, and you know the products that you produce aren't wild, and you're not over-engineering any of the products that you guys create, so why yeah. over-engineer whatever your forward-facing imagery is? For me, yeah. yes, I love this idea... Or these little examples that you bring up about like tattered sails, and I have this big crazy ornate sign that says the ship shop or skull and spade or yeah. whatever the hell text I would want to put in there. I think that definitely fits my aesthetic more, right? To go yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. over the top for huh. it. God, yes. But I'm debating on as I start working on the property more, what I'd like to do is put one of those kind of old ranch style entrances yeah. uh, where the main gate is and just, nice. you know, a couple of large poles, a cross beam and then something, something yeah. in the cross beam. And this is one of those perfect moments of how ornate and crazy do i want to make it because i have to drive underneath this thing and it also gets super windy out here so I ha- thank you steve I, I, I don't know what that was
2: it's super windy
1: i have to do <laughs> i have to be mindful of this thing sitting outside and existing in yeah. a, a very windy environment also very hot like the uv levels out here are crazy it's something i'm becoming more yeah. aware of that the sunlight itself destroys most things that exist out here but see so, i think like how crazy y- can i go
0: but th- like for for your like aesthetic i think like having something that's uh not actually just like rusted but like weathered is such a good look like because everything you produce like for the aesthetic of 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 your brand as it were you know you you burn the wood to bring out the grain you make everything look old and rusty and or, not rusty, but like old and weathered and and all of that. Like, I love the idea of you having like that, that nice arched frame thing and having um, almost having like a, a, a rectangular sort of channel in it and have basically like the shape of a, a hide of a cow, but a bit smaller so it fits in the thing, but have that in leather and like drawn out with like, uh skull and spade 13 like branded onto this fake hide and have it so that it's it's weathered and starts like cracking and look old and mysterious and almost like a fucking like western ghost town crossed with a a ghost ship sort of thing like that'd be fucking amazing and just have like like a replica scully sat next to it just like as you walk in it, it just like uh like when you go to uh like alton towers or somewhere like that and you walk past uh a thing and it sets off a trigger, and then Scully kind of like laughs, like the um, oh like That's the chorus. yeah, or the, the pirates of the Caribbean ride as you're going down into it. It's like, ar, ar, ar. <laughs>
1: Dead so men I'm making tail,
0: no tails.
1: <laughs> so I am going to convert my property into a ghost pirate <laughs> ship town, yes. Okay, I, I, I it'll be five acres, it'll be five acres of little shanty shacks that are all broken down and I just let them weather or I go yeah. and I go and find all the old scrap wood that I can and just bodge shit together so that yeah. people can come on site, pay a couple of <laughs> quid, and then walk through and like this is the cook's quarters and it's just <laughs> a recording of owl projected on the wall. It's just yeah. him being I don't know but like, rusty I, I, buckets. I, Bouquet. I,
0: genu- I genuinely see it as as like having like, getting the fucking Imagineers from Disney to come out and and replicate kind of a, a Pirates of the Caribbean
1: ride theme. Is this a callback to Al not liking the really cheap Disneyland or Euro Disney? Am I making <laughs> Desert Disney?
0: Fuck! Desert Disney's a great name.
1: Um, but yeah, like, I just call Westworld.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I...
2: Just I, make I, Westworld, but don't... Yeah.
0: Just make Westworld
1: i i think like that that could be such a cool thing though like we went from talking about making a sign though to now we're talking about making <laughs> a shitty <laughs> making <business>. reality
2: <laughs> just build I, your own uh, universe
0: i i got over excited about over engineering something it was it was good fun Sorry,
1: All right, but out okay so throw it out though <laughs> yeah talking of over engineering um yeah.
2: no i'm gonna go two different ways one is the tim hunkin automaton What's the name of that restaurant with all the goofy shit on the walls? Mm. Shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Shenanigans. So beautifully ornate, like everything moves and has life and is all different materials and, you know, does move in the wind and does interact with you when you walk past it and does breathe fire and is made of like, Wood and stone and metal and plastic and, you know, ceramic and, and glass and stuff. Um, I actually, funnily enough, I made something along those lines for work um, Yeah, a few years back, and it was a sign to have him work where we could build stuff. I wanted, like, a dedicated space in the office where we could actually make physical things. Yeah, And I just made a sign that said workshop. And what I did was I got everyone in the studio to make one of the letters. Um, nice. So one of the guys was into, like, um casting concrete molds of, like, birds and stuff. So he made one (laughs) of the letters. Um, One girl, Rachel, hand-knitted one of the letters. Awesome. And we just just ended up with every letter being a totally different – I made one of, like, circuit boards and stuff, and it had, like, um, uh, a motion sensor. So if you walk past it, it lit up. Um, Mm. And, like, the O of work was a fish tank, and it had a fish in it. So it's like that. That would be perfect on the flip side i've really got a punch on at the moment for like sleepers so yeah. like a sleeper pc where it's like a shit hot pc in like a 1990s beige case yeah. so it's like totally unassuming from the outside or a really fast engine in a like shitty like mum mobile um, <laughs> and you, you just from the outside you don't you don't get it but my version of a sleeper would be the opposite it would be like super shiny, sleek, modern,
1: and clean, with a like, hamster wheel inside.
2: Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or you walk past it to a certain perspective, and you see how shit it is inside. Or you, you, <laughs> see, you see that it's just like a vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, and it's and it's
0: it's just not it's not like slick at all. Oh my god! Yes. So you get it like almost like you get it wrapped. Yeah. And you unwind the window and like even the windows are wrapped and as exactly. the window winds down so, uh, it just becomes like a shit heap. Inside. Or, or, or you, you walk past and you
2: see the side and it's just just awful <laughs> and it, it's all just made from like really bad like yeah like cls or something. Um so <gasps> oh
0: no yes you, yeah, so you definitely like on, only paint the the side of it. So when you look at it like side on it looks perfect and then you come round and just the front of it's fucked.
2: I love stuff like that where you just it's just from one perspective you see something yeah. so so a reverse sleeper so yeah. like, what one idea signage is all mad and and automated and, and just bonkers yeah wallace and gromit and then another one is this oh that looks like a really nice place it's like no it's not because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's to your point brett about the the, the sort of laser cut forge sign mm. like how how far can you push that idea like make it look like a, a health spa or something Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a really clean, like serene, peaceful health bar. But the second you walk past the point of no return, it's just all bonkers. And yeah, if <laughs> you can't escape,
0: well, <laughs> so was there like was definitely a hologram.
1: There was a discussion early on, and I know Steve, you even kind of suggested it to me for everything that I did on the sign. I cut it out with an angle grinder, right? Mm-hmm. And did like a lot of pre pre-forming, pre-shaping in terms of just getting the flat aspects of the sign done, knowing that I was gonna go and forge them, texturize them, dish things out, add dimension to it. But even in its flat state, it's like I couldn't even see it. You know, I knew what was gonna happen in my head, but without the added dimensions, it was just like, what do they call that? Not collage, but diorama style right where you're just creating the layers with flat shapes um yeah yeah yeah. which is there are people that have achieved a look with just stacking different layers of material and building up these dimensionalities and it's all in the handling of it but this sign that i worked on is now feeding a lot more ideas of i i would love to open up Uh, commissions for these things. I, this is the first sign that I've ever done like this, right? I I did my steel sign, but that was laser cut and then just two dimension, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, like jumping out from its little background because there's so much of this sculptural aspect in the sign that I just finished, and then all the finishing techniques and this dimensionality, and really understanding what imagery we're trying to create, but I'm making it all in steel, so how do we achieve? either different colors, or, you know, maybe in the future, I get a commission to do one that really needs some lighting. So then I get to break into the idea of, you know, how is this thing lit? What's it actually going to look like when it's lit? Where do they sit? So maybe you don't see the electronics. Yeah, I, I love knowing that there's things that can be added to this traditional style of, of steel sign but almost in the same way that Al's talking, it's like the more complicated I make it design wise, I feel like it's going to eventually get to the point of um, not really looking the way that I want it to, or it's not going to look so traditional anymore because it's maybe so complicated that it clearly has to be either machine made or laser cut or very little handmade aspects of it anymore, right? It's going to look so overproduced that it'll look like a prop rather than yes, tangible. You could go up and touch it and go, "Holy crap, that thing's made out of steel and how did how did you get the colors that you did?" So I feel like there's a a point almost almost of that point of no return where how how artistic and creative and aesthetically driven can something be before it almost takes away from itself? the artistry and the craftsmanship yeah. you make something too clean we've talked about this before you make something so clean and so high polished that it takes away all of the handmade aspect of it
0: yeah yeah you you want to be able to see the process you want to be able to see that oh this was this was made by a person rather than oh this was something that you know someone's just designed it on a computer and it's just been produced by magic cuz that's that i mean that's the other thing like there is nothing wrong with um in, in terms of like design and craftsmanship there is nothing wrong with having it um done in that style and it being super clean like that's it's a really difficult thing to achieve but it's like making something by hand that looks like it was made by machine is really difficult but for the lay person it's it's easy to assume that this thing just appeared out of nowhere. Like, they, they, you don't think about how it's... Like, the, um, the uh, fucking, what they call the the cakes, where they put the, the glaze over it, and it all just goes all nice and shiny, and it's mm-hmm. super smooth, like the self-leveling frosting or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, like, to to get that to work right and to look good, like, it, it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of no- knowledge, but it then just looks like... Um, it looks fake. It looks, it looks unreal. And being able to achieve that takes takes work. But it only you only appreciate how much work it takes if you have done it yourself. If you're already evolved in, like say to the layperson, it just looks like a thing that was made in a factory because, like, well, it, 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 sorry, carry
1: on. Yeah, it <laughs> it just makes me think of Al's reverse sleeper thing. Yeah, something that clean like a cake. And then you cut it open and realize it's just full of nonsense and twigs and, <laughs> and leaves and stuff is such it, it is a hilarious approach to making something just look so nice. And you can turn yeah. it into some big statement of like, ah, it's all veneer and exterior. Yeah. But purposeful handling or intent is, I think, what separates a lot of that. Like, is your intention to make something that would cost less than if you got it machine made. You know, perfectly done, laser cut out of a machine or however much time and material and cost that would be. Is the approach or your intent to make it look machine made? Or is it to to be this handmade rustic to use a completely cliche term? But what is the intention of the product? If you wanna do these lightsabers and make them look like they exist within the Star Wars universe, there is a certain degree of cleanliness and shininess and, and stuff attached to that. But if yeah. you wanted to make, I've seen plenty of random pictures of people making, you know, botched together lightsabers of just cardboard tubes and they're props. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. made to serve the purpose of looking like the thing and maybe even being able to like pick it up and swing it around. But the intent is not to make a usable lightsaber that you can hit stuff with and it won't but break.
0: The, the perfect example of that is that the the, fucking suit of alma like the fact that it was <laughs> like it would have been so easy to make that out of like construction card and spray it silver but fucking dickhead there goes and makes it out of aluminium because he's a mad bastard and like that like yeah i i love that and i, lo- I love the fact that like it's I think for for a lot of people though that's it's it's not about how other people perceive it it's about how you feel about it like cuz I know like that um like the knife and fork set for example like I could have easily have just cut both of them out of sheet steel ground them down and like that that would have been fine like the the difficult part for for me was the um the handling but So like that—that was the new skill. That was the bit that I was unsure of. That was the bit that I was worried about. Um, So I could have just uh, cut them out and and done them like that. It would have been quicker. Probably would have been easier. Probably would have been the the forks uh, definitely would have been easier. Um, But no, I wanted to go through the process of of forging it all out and doing it all properly and you know doing the handle work. I didn't want to just hand it over to Joe and say, "Oh, can you just do this bit because it's difficult." I wanted to to do it myself, not because anybody else is going to appreciate it, but because I'm going to know what went into it. And when I'm talking to dad about it and like saying, oh yeah, I, here's this thing that I made you, when he asks me a question, rather than saying, oh yeah, I just kind of like buzzed over that bit with an angle grinder or whatever, I'm able to say, Oh, well, I did that by doing this. And I think like with, um, with the sign that you made, Brett, like the most exciting thing about it was in the the kind of the chat we had whilst we were waiting for al before we started recording like the it it was the the enthusiasm you had about the processes because you were excited about it and that's like for me especially that's what that's what's really exciting that's what's um inspiring is hearing someone else get excited about what they've done and how they've done it—not necessarily the final result—and for me, like that's that's the whole point of of the maker community is to to get in involved in the the how and why rather than just this end product. Mm. What would Al sign look like? That, <laughs> in my head, Al's sign would be a cross between something made for um, the set of the original um uh blade runner and uh sid from toy story that's a great it's it's yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah.
1: it's a bunch of baby heads and weird creepy monsters but all of them have laser beam eyes and, and, and it's running. raining
0: yeah. yeah and it's raining and it's surrounded by neon and, and it's
1: raining like, and, and atmospheric noodles yeah
2: um, yeah, it- yeah no Steve, just just on your rather poignant point about the 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 kind of seeing people make stuff and and, and that'd be the interesting thing and that'd be the the compelling bit like yeah. more and more i I don't even want to see things finished mm. I mean I've, I've talked in the past about my kind of um aversion to completing things because then it's done yeah and I, I don't like that although I do like closure in some respect I don't like the end of a journey you know I don't like the end of movies i don't i, I want I don't want them to get to mm. to the moral door. <laughs> you know, I want I want the adventure to go on forever. Yeah, um, and it's the same with with building it, it, it. the The money shot, people pouring oil onto a chopping board, just does nothing for me. Yeah, you know, I like the the stock removal and the the sweat and the 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 the, the scuffed knuckles and, and the <laughs> the the dirty fingernails and yeah and everything. You know, I don't know if you're watching um, Seb's build of the camper van.
0: I've not seen it yet. I only so, saw the the. Well, he's, post he's
2: been splitting it between his. He's got like a second channel where he does car stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah. So you, you might have
2: missed it, um, but he's got an old Volkswagen pickup. Yeah. That he's been doing up, and then he's always wanted the Tisha custom-built caravan that goes on the back of it. Yeah. And he, but he found one, but it also had a camper van. He also had the pickup <laughs> attached to it, so he's not got yeah. two pickups. Um Brilliant, but. He he stripped that all down, and essentially, you you watched it in the video and you're stripping it down, and the more you stri- he strips it down, I'm like there's not going to be anything left, dude. Yeah, and everything's rotten, and it just gets to the point where it's like, well, I'm just going to have to make it all again. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's he's taking the trim off, and it's like the trim yeah. was holding it together. Yeah. It's kind of like Jess with the the, the recording studio thing. It's like yeah. if you take anything else off, there's nothing left of that camper van. Yeah, um, and it's, yeah, so he just got to the point where it's just a, a shell, and he's like, "Well, what I'm going to do is just make my own from scratch." Yeah, but now I know how it's made. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, I mean, because this is one of the things that I quite like about um, like some of the the, the car i was gonna say car restoration channels watch but it's not restoration in like getting it back to concourse level it's getting the shit running and then then chucking some expensive turbos on it to make it go really fast sort of thing um and like the what i love about those shows is the fact that they'll they'll get a car in one episode and they'll they'll do it up they'll run it and normally break it in that episode and then few episodes later they pull it out again like well we're not finished with this car yet so we're going to do something else to it and everything they do they end up fucking up and breaking and so it's it's like this never-ending story of this car that just constantly gets fixed and worked on and and all of that and like i i think that's what i like about the car scene is the fact that you know it no car is ever finished because as soon as you take it off the the driveway something's going to go wrong. Something's going to break that something's going to get worn and it's going to need replacing. Um, But at the same time, like I, I do like seeing something finished. Like I, again, going back to Brett's sign, like that's, that's a video that Brett is putting out that I am, I'm chomping at the bit for him to put that video out because I really want to see it because I've seen that finished product. And it's something that I'm like, fuck, that's really cool. That's really interesting. And then, Hearing Brett talk about it and hearing how excited he he was about the process and hearing the the things that he's done, I'm like, I I, w- I really want to see this. Like Brett, no offense, but seeing you restore a uh, a blower, like I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's cool, but I'm not excited about it. Seeing you, I was make- excited, Brett. <laughs> seeing you Thanks make it, something, <laughs> seeing you make something that you're genuinely passionate about, that's exciting, and and that comes. Um, partly with the, with the
2: blower, you were just going through
1: the motions. It just, like, you didn't even care. <laughs> to be honest, it, really, it was just wire wheel and paint.
0: <laughs> Fuck you both. Uh, But like, it's it's not just the fact that the the finished product is cool because yeah, the finished product is really cool. But it's the it's the excitement behind it, and like that's what I find interesting, and that's what um that's like why I watch the the channels that I watch is because of, of that kind of. That enthusiasm and that story behind it like that again. Mm-hmm. That's what that's why I like a lot of the car channels are like because th- You know the guys they get in a car and when it fires up There's genuine like hollering and shouting because they're so fucking happy It's worked when it's someone making a chopping board and going. Oh, look at me put oil on it It's it's not that exciting Like, Well,
1: just a little teaser slash note to bolster your excitement. I did wear my forge polo
0: Ooh,
1: nice. because oh, so I, I felt like I needed to. I felt yeah. like I needed to. I was like,
0: Yeah, he didn't even order one and he got one. You fucking order one and you don't get Such, it. such not a Brett garment as well. Does
2: Brett wear a collar? <laughs> no.
0: He doesn't even wear fucking sleeves most of the time. Fuck sense. Um, it is
1: what? super hot to wear out here, but <laughs> I made it work.
0: But the thing is do you know what? Like uh, a collar and sleeves are fucking spiffing. I screwed up. People, people let we think that I'll spiffy. In which case, Al, do you have an order? I screwed up. Yeah, it's bizarre. Bizarre?
2: No, it's not. Uh, it's abs.
0: Oh, did you realize that that meant you were first?
2: No, because now I'm first.
1: What? what? Oh, yeah. Bizarre? What?
0: Yeah, you what it's you confused me when you said that you were Al at the beginning of the show that's
1: not in the show. <laughs> right. Good, guess what? Jokes on you, still Al <laughs> uh
0: Al, that means you are first then. Oh shit.
2: Um I, no, I had I had something for this. <laughs> uh,
0: oh anything. yes.
2: Um talking of signs, Steve. Yes, Al. Um this is a very specific spiff. A specific, um, yeah. there is. If you are a member of the I like to make stuff group, yes, which is the Robert Clegay one, not the maybe I said too which one, yeah, the proper one. Um, there's a gentleman in there called Raymond Kinman. Okay. And Raymond Kinman has been posting some signs that he's been making, mm-hmm. and they're very cute, and it's like a family sign, and it'll be like the Watsons or whatever. And the Watsons will be like three little chipmunks. And they're very like, it's very like Disney styled. Yeah. And he's done a few of them and they're really nice. He's really good wood carving and they're all painted beautifully. And then uh, like a few people were giving him shit for it. And he's like, Oh, did Disney know you're ripping them off? Uh, And all this like copyright stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I, for 50 years, I was the sign maker at Disneyland. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and I made all the signs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking brilliant! And
2: then he's just been posting all these fucking work, and it's so good. But he also oh. does like um, he does like new commissions for signage. Yeah. So like, if a movie comes out and they want a like a wooden or carved or three D sign, yeah, for like the, a movie premiere or something, he'll do it. Um, and it's just fucking amazing,
0: and um, he's great. Can you uh, can you just put the the link in the um, yes, chat? I'm doing it right now, so I can. Cause... So that's
2: just like one of the posts, but um, I, mean, he, I he might have a he might have a page or like a, a group of his own. I don't yeah. know, but this is just the stuff he's been putting in there. Um, oh my god! But like all the shading and stuff is so nice.
0: That's fucking ace! Wow! Yeah. Okay, I I'm gonna I'll I'll drop the guy a message and see if we can get some socials off of him because that's fucking awesome
1: dude seriously
0: holy crap crap. i think we should commission him to make a sign for each of us
2: oh yeah, there's there's one where it's um the daniels and it's chippendale just like toasted marshmallows over a fire and it's just so like charming
0: (laughs) yes that's amazing (laughs) i love it that's fucking cool man (laughs) uh right uh what was the order i've got distracted it was abs abs uh brett you are next
1: Yes, so I'm doing uh, a split spiff. Spliff. Spliff. Yeah? I want everyone to go and watch someone that we've spiffed before. And I don't know if you guys get to meet him over at MC a couple of years ago. But Barnaby Dixon did yes. Old Maui. He did like a music video of Old Maui recently. Wow. And there's wow, nothing wow, like wow, 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 wow. wow, wow. There's nothing like having a professional puppeteer as brilliant as Barnaby yeah. singing pirate shanties and doing <laughs> a music video effectively for it. It was brilliant. Um, yes, small re-spiff. I, I really just want people to take a note of that. I could have saved it for AOB, but no one listens to that anyways. So <laughs> the, the actual, I'll say this is my real spiff, I'm spiffing a product and I mentioned it earlier in the show but I will put links for the show notes to the Gilders wax yes because it is my new favorite thing yeah and I mean, it's been a long time coming but holy shit I mean it's you know it's uh 6 7 quid for a little tin of it it doesn't yeah. seem like you're getting a lot for that amount of money, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that just seems super cheap for people. But honestly, the little tin that I have, it just doesn't. Something about it doesn't seem like it has value. You know, I'm like, what <laughs> this should be a couple of bucks. Yeah, Um, goes a long way, right? Little dabble, do ya? If you want hey, to that way. Hey, hey. And I really didn't use very much um, for the sign. Where I did use it on the sign, I I feel like I barely used any. It's like shoe wax you know or, or shoe yeah. pigment if you've ever done your boots up a puck <laughs> of of your little blackener for your shoes will last you a year unless you're doing it way <laughs> yeah. more often than you should <laughs> unless you're doing so, it wrong <laughs> yeah there you go so i want to just turn people on to this gilder's wax thing it's a product it is a product that has existed for a long time i was only able to find the kind of uh, spectrum that I could through this one website. So I don't know if anybody's got any other options or any places that maybe sell more of it if you really want to just bulk bulk buy some orders. But it's amazing stuff. And if anybody wants to get into just maybe not even forging but just utilizing steel in their work but maybe playing with a little bit more color and finishing, I think this is hundred times better than any kind of paint or spray that you could do. And then, you know, once, once the wax stuff sets up and then you get your little paste wax finish on it, you could leave it just as is and know that if it ever chips or rubs off or anything, you just, you know, apply a little bit more. What I yeah. did to the sign was take a, a really, really nice high quality lacquer, uh, because I know this thing's going to exist outside and it's, a catalyzed lacquer it's really nice stuff spray the whole damn thing it's it's gonna be unkillable and the yeah. red is gonna stay there forever on the shop sign. i'm just <laughs> so happy with how this product works hey, i know honestly, i'm raving about it yeah. but jesus it looks good
0: i uh i'm waiting for you to put the the link in the shows so that i can have a look and see if i can get it in the uk because that stuff is it looks fucking amazing
1: i'm almost positive they're worldwide shipping and even even the shipping seems like it's very well managed in terms of affordability nice um cool yeah good man so uh
0: whilst brett was talking about uh in fact while he was talking about barnaby which you should definitely go follow barnaby as well because barnaby is fucking lovely um i did a quick search for raymond and he's on instagram as Woodcarver Group fucking words woodcarver guru uh and that is also his uh website woodcarverguru.com um and yeah go go have a look at his instagram because there's some fucking awesome stuff on there and i al i saw the uh the daniels one with uh chippendale <laughs> and it's it's so good and it, he's done loads of tiki stuff yeah. and i now just want to well i already wanted to open a tiki bar anyway but now I just want to drink tiki drinks, and oh, it's fucking great. So I basically, so far, I want to drink tiki drinks and cover all of my metal in weird pigmented paste wax. So you guys, you guys have done well this week. Um, right. I, on the other hand, am going to go completely unrelated to even the maker community, um, as. Anyone that knows me will know I, I enjoy a bit of rugby um, and the uh, the Six Nations has just finished. The France-Scotland game was one of the best games I've seen in a very, very long time. Um, and I got to semi-relive it um, because there is a YouTuber that Ben introduced me to um, called Squidge Rugby. And basically, he's a Welsh guy that um, just analyzes. He's into rugby, yeah. He's Welsh and likes rugby. Who telling me
2: he likes singing
0: next? <laughs> um, yeah, this guy is. Uh, he's just got a really dry, really funny sense of humour. He's quite young, so like there's the odd meme and shit like that in it. Um, but he just does these. Um, uh, like an analysis videos of different matches. Um, and if you're not into rugby and you don't really understand what's happening, it's probably worth a watch because he'll point out things that you wouldn't have seen before. Um, and if you are into rugby, it's worth a watch because he will point out things that you haven't you wouldn't have seen before. Like, um I, I appreciate that it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I think even if you're not into the sport, it's still entertaining. Um and uh and yeah, so I'm I just wanted to give him a shout out because I've like throughout the Six Nations, I was just watching all of his um uh analysis videos when they came out. And the Rugby World Cup is coming up next year, I think. Um and I will definitely be watching a lot of his videos for that. I think for the last World Cup, he was actually out in Japan for it as well. Um so yeah, rugby is Spiffing. Go watch Squidge Rugby on YouTube. Uh, Fair
1: enough.
0: Yeah. Is there any other business from
1: either of you? Not from me. Al is
0: looking very excited. Um,
2: We've talked about Red Letter Media in the past, which is um, a YouTube channel that reviews movies in a very satirical manner, um, but also quite dry and very knowledgeable. They've just done a review of Event Horizon, which is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, So if you have X minutes, go and watch the review of Event Horizon. You will enjoy it. You know, they did a decent
1: job. They did a decent job with the Snyder Cut. I watched that entire thing in the background while I was doing office work the other day. So if anybody's debating on the Snyder Cut, you can go and listen to them. I don't think there's any spoilers at this point, but <laughs> they do a very good critique. They don't bash it the entire time. There's a lot of pluses and minuses that they talk out. Yeah. So I yeah, really I, do Yeah, they, they are objectively
2: passionate.
0: Yes. Cool. Um I think oh actually just Al, whilst I've got you on, uh I'm gonna get your live opinion on this. Um if you're having a board egg with soldiers would you put Marmite on them? No. What the no. fuck are soldiers?
2: If, if, if the pieces of toast that it's, Steve probably cuts it's, it's, it's the places. wrong way, um, you no have Marmite. How can you separately. cut soldiers the wrong way? Well, which way do you cut?
0: From bottom to top.
2: That's right. There. Um, I've seen people come psychopaths cut them latitudinally. What? That's yeah. just. I bet disgusting. Tim does. Uh, yeah, Tim um, probably it, it fucking He probably does. just has crumpets um, No, just, have, just <laughs> have, have Have some auxiliary Toast of Marmite If you want Yes inside. You don't need Exactly That's what I'm
0: Fucking I knew you'd understand <laughs> um, So that's it That's settled That's uh, Me and Al agree on it So that's That's the law Everyone else is wrong um, If you want to find us You can find us In all of the usual Social media places You can find me At Moonshine Metalworks Or on YouTube At The Forge UK you can find Brett at Skull and Spade Thirteen, and that was a really good R role. I'm, yeah, I was quite happy with that. Uh, and if you want to find Al, you can find him at Al's Hack Shack.
2: In a cracked knucker shack of brake fluid, which is my new favorite hand lotion. Oh. Uh,
0: brake fluid or brake cleaner? Brake cleaner yeah we go that's, that's is yeah, Blake, break is horrible yeah don't no but break but brake cleaner so much also really good for lighting fires with um and oh, because it sprays yeah <laughs> because it sprays so far it's like a flamethrower <laughs> um if you want to find us as a group uh we are fwt, FWT podcast uh in all of the normal places or with tools one or the other try your luck it's a 50 50 chance you might get right you might get wrong But if you get it wrong, just try again with the other one. Uh, Yes, until next week, um, go enjoy all the things. Go make some, go make something. It doesn't matter what it is. Just as long as it's nice and fun and you enjoy it. That is all that fucking matters. The end product does not matter unless it's as good as Brett's sign, in which case it doesn't matter. Um, Ow, you should enter the gurning competition in (laughs) Scarborough. I want to say it's Scarborough. Or is that just because that's where Honor lives? Grimsby. Grimsby. Maybe. I don't know. Uh until next week. We love you all. And we will see you then.
1: Bye. Bye. I screwed like up.